Entrepreneur on Fire 876. Always be learning. That is what keeps me happy. I think that is what keeps the world happy. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Ruby is a perfect solution for small businesses that want to make a big impression. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Aparo Carey. Appa, are you prepared to ignite? Of course I am. <laughs> yes. Appa is an entrepreneur on a mission to help businesses understand their customers better. He is launching a customer intelligence platform called Sintel to help businesses become customer-centric. Appa, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally, then expand upon your biz. Sure, sure thing. First of all, John, thank you for having me here on Fire Nation. I think yeah. you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you. Um, very helpful for, for all the entrepreneurs like us. So uh, just a little bit about myself. Um, you know, I have a very cross-functional background in the software industry. I have done everything from uh, coding, you know, writing the software, all the way up to you know, getting uh, into the field, selling some of the cloud-based applications and things like that. Um, most of my background comes from um, selling uh, software or you know working with software solutions that are targeted towards b two b sales and marketing professionals so that 's my core competency um, so now with my with the venture that you just mentioned Sintel, um, our goal and our mission is to build a customer centric world. Uh, we want to help businesses understand their customers better and continue to keep them happy. Um, how are we planning to do this? Uh, we're planning to build a cloud-based customer intelligence platform that will help businesses gather, manage, analyze, and utilize the customer research and customer intelligence information um, across various functions within an organization. And we're planning to do this um, by, by starting with a process called buyer persona analysis, whereby you know, businesses create models of their target users or their target customers um, and, try, and, and put those models into the cloud, uh, connect them with real-world people uh, that can give feedback and validate the assumptions that are made in the model, the hypothesis, and refine it on a continual basis. And then finally connect that information, that intelligence into the marketing automation, Salesforce automation tools that are used on a day-to-day -day basis by different employees within the company to execute so that at the end of the day, you know, you are delivering as a business a very positive customer experience and, and also in that process, you're building a very customer-centric business. So we believe that Sintel has the potential to impact, uh, you know, millions of buyers and, 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 and also 
thousands of businesses across the world in the next decade. So, Appa, let me break this down from my understanding here, which, by the way, Fire Nation, is has the exact same amount of exposure that you've now had. And Appa, tell me if I'm on the right track or if I'm way off base. So what I'm sure. kind of hearing from you is you're creating something that could potentially tell me, like the founder of Entrepreneur on Fire, hey, you've told us who your perfect avatar is, who your perfect potential right. client is. And, and I know that person, Appa. I know that person to be somebody who is looking to start a podcast, who's looking to start a online business and is looking for more information, more knowledge. And, you know, I want to start getting them into my funnel of either Correct. free podcast course or, you know, one of my free podcast course podcasts and then get them through that funnel to eventually and hopefully jumping into my high level paid program, which is Podcasters Paradise. So since I know that ideal, person, I can give you that information, then you're telling me that you're taking that information and you're kind of building it out for me so I can see where and how to find more of these people? Uh, that's, that's definitely one of the use cases. And the, and the, first, the first thing we will enable, to, enable you to do, John, is to take that definition of your ideal customer, of your target customer. Right now, I can guarantee you it's probably sitting in a Word document or a PowerPoint presentation yeah, at best. Totally. Right? Right. So we're taking that definition and putting it in the cloud so that that information is converted into keywords, into tags, into a digital signature that can be used. Uh, one of the use cases, as you said, is to find more people that look like their target persona. But also um, by, by, by converting that into this digital tags and keywords, when you have to email market to them, you have to decide what type of content I'm going to push to them. Am I, uh, you're not going to go and ask them to, hey, just buy my paid course. What you're going to tell them is these are the things that will help you become a better podcaster. Oh, or, you know. yes. So you, you, you will, you will fine-tune your message to this persona by knowing what keywords resonate with them. What is the top of their mind? What are their primary drivers? How are they professionally measured? Uh, what type of, um, you know, things they value in life. Now, what about where to find them? Right. So that is, that is a part of our platform that is going to come later on in the, in the business model where we will connect you with a various amounts of sources that are there, including you know, the, 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 the internet, the web that's out there, the social networks, the, um, the, the sources of contact information, uh, that are readily available for, mar for marketers to go and purchase data from. Uh, so we'll be connecting all of those dots for you to say, here is your ideal buyer. Um, here is how you engage with them. Here is the type of messaging they want to hear from you. Uh, and here is where to actually go find more people like them as well. Okay, let me use one word here. Brilliant. And Fire Nation, I want to break down why this is so important and why, you know, I'm taking a little extra time here to kind of dive into it right now. Because our most important resource, and I know you know this, Appa, and Fire Nation, I know you know this too, is time. All we have is time. It is a finite resource that we need to guard with the most, you know, <laughs> with, the, with the as 
as guarded as possible. You know, we can't expend any more bandwidth than we absolutely need to. And what you're going to be bringing to the world, Appa, to entrepreneurs, is a way that we can leverage our time, that we can scale our knowledge. So I, for instance, don't have to be spending all of my time doing, you know, the the below ground work of, of finding all these customers and getting everything so nailed down and understanding where all the conversations are happening and how to bring them all together. But no, I'm able to focus on what I can focus, which is creating more valuable free content in the podcasting world, expanding my funnel and bringing them along the line to potentially podcasters paradise. And you can really give me that supercharge and that leverage to be able to do that on your platform. So I love that. And Appa, we're not done talking about this. We're going to get into all of this and so much more in a little bit, but Fire Nation, I know that your appetites are whetted for obvious reasons, but I want to take a step back here because Entrepreneur on Fire, we're focused on the journey. This is what makes us stand out. This is what makes us different. Like right now, the listeners are saying, man, listen to what Op has done with his life, where he's at right now. He's about to launch this exciting business. You know, that's scary for a lot of people because they're like, I could never reach that that level. That's why I want to go now, Appa, back in your journey to a time when things weren't all rosy. And, you know, there'll be times in your future that won't be all rosy for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But I want to talk about a specific moment in time, your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us there, Appa. I can't say it as a moment, but I could say it as a period of time. Okay, and try to really tell us a story, though. Get focused right. on I mean, that. Yeah, no, I, I, I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit in me. You know, the fire was burning, and I always wanted to do something. Uh, but I kind of fell in the trap of um, a few things, um, trying to look for too much validation before before I start building a product, um, you, you know, not necessarily with the Sintel experience, but um, a few projects that I was venturing out with uh, before Sintel, uh, trying to get too much validation. Let's get and specific here, too. I wanted to build a, a concept where uh, – Employees within a company will give uh, feedback and reviews about uh, the work environment. And you know, r- right now, what you, most of the resources at that time were all very controlled and you know, top ten places to work, and it's a very controlled mechanism. Uh, I wanted to crowdsource that or kind of make it more social. Uh, you go to a particular so that, that you wanted to be the let- Yelp for that. Right, or, or the glass door. I don't know if you know the concept. Oh, I do know glass door. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we, yeah, so um, I, I was talking to a few uh, companies to make sure that they appreciate something like that. And yeah, I, I, a couple of reasons was I was not talking to the right parties. I was talking to people who were very skeptical about what do you mean the employees are going to go on social and write reviews about the workplace. I don't want them to do it. Right. Like, I don't want people being honest about their right, work because right. I know they probably don't like it. Yeah, so th- that's, that's one example of um, I was looking for validation in the wrong place, and I was looking for too much validation. Um, and, um, I, and, you know, Glassdoor came out, and I felt like, wow, uh, this, is, this is phenomenal. This is the concept I was working on. And, you know, they were fairly successful, and they're still successful in what they're doing. So, so my, my point is, um, you know, looking for too much validation or looking for validation in the wrong places can can kind of derail uh, your, your the the velocity with which you you have to go to market. 
We had Eric Reese on Entrepreneur on Fire, who's the author of a great book, The Lean Startup. And, you know, this is one thing that he does focus on as well is, you know, when we look for too much validation, we need too many people saying, yes, that's an amazing idea. And we don't get what we consider enough of that validation. Sometimes that can stop us in our tracks. And, you know, at the same exact time, when you're looking for validation in the wrong places, you're never going to get that either. And, you know, very interesting. You know, I know both Steve Jobs and Henry Ford had one thing in common. You know, they realized that if they relied on other people giving them validation, they would never create anything because they were looking to create something that nobody had even thought of before. Like, you know, Henry Ford's famous for saying, Absolutely. if I if I had listened to people, I would have created a faster yeah. horse, you know? And I mean, that's where we'd be Absolutely, right now. Yeah. So that's kind of what I want Fire Nation to walk away with from that horrible, difficult, struggling period in your life, Appa. But what do you want? Just if you could break it down into one sentence, what's the one takeaway you want our listeners to really hold on to? I think the lesson, the value is, there's a ton of value in failing quickly and learning from that process and making adjustments rather than spinning your wheels in the same place trying to get validation. So I think experiment, fail or succeed, doesn't matter, learn and keep repeating. I think that's, that is the biggest takeaway for me. Love those ingredients. And Appa, let's shift now. And you've had a lot of light bulbs that have gone on in your life. You have a lot awaiting you in the future. But I want you to take us to one epiphany that you've had specifically. Take us to when that aha moment happened. And I really want you to tell us that story. Go. I was working with a lot of sales and marketing users for the last 15 years or so. Um, I've noticed how over a period of time, um, a lot of methodologies, a lot of technology has been uh, kind of given to them to make them more productive, you know, make them, make it easier for them to do their day-to-day tasks. Um, you know, how you kind of do a customer relationship management or marketing automation, web analytics and all that stuff. And, um, and we have been pretty open to getting used to that type of uh, software innovation and things like that. So there, there was a certain amount of uh, value that that came to the table, but at the same time, um, you know there was a lot of focus just on tactical execution of like okay, h- how many emails am I sending to this customer? How many times am I calling them? Uh, uh, versus um, getting connected to the strategic thinking that happens before the fact, like when 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 companies do market research, when companies do um, strategy making. Uh, to identify what they are, what type of business they are in, what type of customers they want. Um, when I kind of watched this whole explosion of technology in sales and marketing world, I was I was trying to understand why, uh, you know, there was a little bit of a disconnect between, or sometimes even lack of uh, connection between, um, you know, the strategy making where. You know the brains behind the business. The they, they're formulating these strategies, and then the executioners are using these technologies to do it on a day-to-day basis. But the intended effect is not there. I, I think that's a big aha moment for me, where I said, "Huh, the the strategy that is being developed is not guiding the tactics, or is not any way in form or shape linked to the day-to-day tactical execution." What can we do to make that happen? So 
what we're doing with Sintel is, is a prime example of that, where a buyer persona or a target audience or a target uh, persona signature or a profile is a, a strategy-level object. And when the execution happens in terms of building your pipeline or funnel or executing on your funnel, um, if these dots are not connected, the tactical execution becomes very difficult as well as can go off, you know, you know, off path and kind of go in different directions that the businesses don't need it. So when I noticed this disconnect, that was a big aha moment for me. Like, oh, okay, I can do something here to bring strategy to the same level as where the tactical execution is happening and connect those dots. And 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 then the the the, the final punch was when I realized that. There's a lot of learning that happens on the tactical execution from a day-to-day basis. What if that could inform the strategy making? And with technology, you can actually connect that dots and make a loop, a feedback loop that would be amazing for any business to have. And in theory, it always existed. Uh, but because of technology innovation in one place and lack of in the other places, the, the, the dots were never connected. So I was able to see that in my mind that I can connect a strategy with the tactical execution and inform each other on an ongoing basis. And that, that was a big aha moment for me. So that aha moment is huge, Fire Nation. And one thing that I'm really taking away from this, and it really was more towards the beginning of what you were sharing, was that being busy and being productive can be and often are completely different things. So you're coming in every single day and you're pushing papers all over your desk and you're answering emails, which is essentially other people's agenda for you. And you're getting on Facebook and you're liking a bunch of things. Yeah, you may look at the clock and be like, wow, it's noon. I've been so busy today. But have you been productive? And it's, you know, it's, it's tools like what you're creating, Appa, and other things that, you know, it allows us, Fire Nation, to be that keyword productive. So really analyze what you're doing, the tools and resources that you're relying on to build your business, you know, not tomorrow, not next month, but today. What are you doing today? And, and Appa, we're moving into... 60 second questions and forewarning, I will cut you off if you go a little bit longer than 60 seconds (laughs) in a friendly way, (laughs) but I'd love to know what the first 60 minutes of your ideal day looks like. I'll keep it to my work life. And, sure. You know, the first few things that I do are, you know, I check my email, I reply to the ones that I think need immediate attention. Um, and then I actually go and get my daily updates from my LinkedIn stream, from my Twitter stream. I, I'd like to see what my follower and you know, people that I'm following are doing. Um, I also make sure that I share some of the knowledge that I'm finding through my Twitter and, and uh, other uh, social streams. Um, one thing I do uh, is I also make my to-do list for the day every day. Um, I also, another thing, this is both friends, family, and sure. so business network. I make sure anybody who has a birthday, I actually reach out and wish them. Oh, you know, I love that. And what I love that you've done, Oppen, and I really want you, Fire Nation, to, to really absorb this, is that he figured out which engagement is worthwhile for him. 
you know, this isn't going to be necessarily worthwhile for you. Maybe Twitter and LinkedIn aren't for you. I know that LinkedIn personally is not for me. That's just, so I'm yeah. not going to spend time doing that, but it works for Appa. And so he's figured that out. And I love that birthday thing. Appa is actually something that I have my VA do. We get in there and we thank, you know, I mean, we wish a happy birthday to every single person that's on my friend list because, you know, you need that personal touch. And Appa, share again in 60 seconds or less your biggest strength you think you have as an entrepreneur. My ability to shift from vision to execution mm. and vice versa effortlessly is, is a big strength that I have. Um, I, I can dream big and go wild and have a big vision. But at the same time, I can also shift gears and come back into a practical project execution yeah. mode where you know, it's it's very focused on accomplishing particular milestones, particular goals. And um, I see that as the biggest strength that I have. I can see the vision. I can pull all, all, all the way down and execute at the ground level to get projects done. I love that. And I was actually recently asked on an interview on another show, John, like, what's one of your bigger strengths? And I didn't even hesitate. I said, speed of implementation. And, yep. you know, Appa it's not always going to be a home run. <laughs> you know, sometimes right. I rush my implementation and it ends up costing me and it ends up being a failure or mistake. But sometimes it's just critical to get that implemented and implemented quickly. And Appa, what is your biggest weakness that you consider that you have as an entrepreneur? Great question. I have this extraordinary affinity towards people um, I, I'm a very people person. I, I I put people and relationships in front of, mm -hmm. uh, let's say, financial success. Uh, sometimes, you know, that doesn't work in my favor uh, because the primary motivation of a business is different. Um, so I, I sometimes struggle with, um, you know, uh, making those decisions on, um, you know, keeping people and my relationships ahead of, uh, the financial decisions or implications. So that, that I think is an area that uh, I, I struggled with a few times. You know, but there's a great quote, Appa, this, so it can be looked at as a weakness if it does distract you too much, but Zig Ziglar said, you can have everything you want in life if you will just help enough other people get what they want. So Fire Nation, there <laughs> definitely does need to be this great balance of the two. Appa, what's a habit that you wish you had? <laughs> this is easy. Um, I, I wish I could get out of bed every day at 5 a.m. Oh! I, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not an early riser. I, I just love to get that couple hours of extra sleep every day morning. Um, yeah, that's, that's a habit that I wish I can get up, at, out of the, get out of the bed at 5am and get started. Well, let me recommend an amazing past episode that could really help you, Appa. And, sure. and real quick though, where do you live in the world? Um, I live in, uh, Chelmsford, Massachusetts. Okay. So I'm very familiar with New England. I was born and raised in Maine. So my friends, the mornings are tough out in New England. I mean, it stays dark late. It is cold. I mean... Who in their right mind would get out of bed at 5 a.m.? You know, that's a great question. But getting back to my point, Hal Elrod was a past guest of Entrepreneur on Fire. And if you just go to eofire.com and type the word Hal, H-A-L, listen to that episode. Um, this is for you, Appa, but also for all of Fire Nation, if you haven't heard it, listen to it again. He's so inspiring. Um, he wrote the book, The Miracle Morning. And this book, 
more people that I that I run in circles with the Pat Flynn's, the Lewis Howes, um, you know, just the amazing entrepreneurs that are out there have pointed to this book as the reason that they were able to start becoming early birds because none of them were. And myself, you know, I'm pretty fortunate. I was an army guy. So I, I am, my alarm is going off at 520 every right. morning. But I will say this, begrudgingly, it goes off at that time. And I do need to drag myself out of bed. But after reading that book, the mindset shift that happens because the way that you look at that alarm as a bl- your first blessing of the day, as opposed That's- to subconsciously saying, I'm going to black out for the next 10 minutes and hit the snooze button. It's, it's a total mind shift. Thank you. I, I will certainly refer to that. Thank yeah. You, no, cool. Check it out. So up, I want to circle back around now and I want you to take the stage again. Let's be concise here and talk about the one thing that has you most fired up right now. Being in, in the world of technology and growing up with it, I think that whole technology innovation that's happening in our lives, I'm, I'm very fired up about that. And, and very specifically on how the function of marketing has become so central for um, any business to kind of impact the top line revenue growth. Um, I'm, I'm fired up about that very specifically. And um, I think, you know, we, we're very excited to enable this kind of technology innovation uh, with a fresh perspective and kind of, um, you know, help the whole marketing function lead that change, build businesses that are customer centric. I, I know this is very, very, very much tied to the Sintel vision, but yeah. that's that's where the passion comes from. Well, and I'm really happy to hear it's tied to the Sintel vision because that means that you are working in your zone of genius where both your passions and your skills intersect in Fire Nation. That's what we're all working towards. And Appa, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. According to a recent consumer report survey, 67% of customers have hung up the phone out of frustration if they could not talk to a real person. Okay, I get it. You're building your business lean, so hiring a full-time receptionist to handle your calls just isn't in the cards. Guess what? It doesn't have to be. Rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby Receptionist, the virtual receptionist who handles your calls with care. Ruby even screens, announces, and transfers your calls to wherever, whenever you want. Want. They're everything you'd expect from a top-notch receptionist at a fraction of the cost. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE, and in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE, or better yet, give them a call and experience their service for yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. Fire Nation, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like Facebook and Twitter, 
all with a single click. Find candidates in any industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. And with ZipRecruiter's premium traffic boost, you can get up to three times more candidates. Quickly screen applicants, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free and get 30% off your first traffic boost by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Appa, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sure, absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear of failure and an obsession to find a very unique idea. What is the best advice you've ever received? I, I can't tell you the source here, because, but it, it, it just imbibed in me. Always be learning and always be on. Um, that Because life can come at you in any form or shape. It could be on a Saturday night or a Monday morning, always be on. You know, I'm not sure, and I'm pretty positive, this guy probably can't be 100% attributed to this, but I just just listened to an interview that he was on with Darren Hardy on Success Magazine. His name is Jack Canfield, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul and Success Principles. And he pretty much uses those exact words. You know, even at this day, he goes to a conference, he's the person taking the most notes. You know, he's always learning. And Appa, share one of your personal habits that you do have that you believe contributes to your success. Uh, having a smile on my face all the time is something that I do effortlessly. Uh, it really helps me stay calm and kind of think straight in a lot of situations, but it also helps people around me to, to see that, okay, you know, this guy is in control, he's calm, and he knows what he's doing. And can I share something with you, Appa? You know, being an audio guy and being a, a, a host of an audio-only sure. podcast it comes through, my friend. It doesn't just come through face-to-face, <laughs> video-to-video. It really comes through your smile over the airways. And I know Fire Nation is nodding their head right now because they get it too. And, you know, when, you. I, when I first jumped on the call this morning, you know, it was great. Like right away, you just exuded this happiness. Even though I couldn't see your face, I didn't know you were smiling. <laughs> I could tell you were smiling. I mean, we're pretty observant audio-wise, you know, human beings. You know, that's just who we are and that's how we we operate in Fire Nation. You love audio and you get that. And Appa, do you have an internet resource specifically like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I feel that LinkedIn is a great professional resource that uh, entrepreneurs could use to, you know, build a network and nurture it and kind of uh, do great things with. Boom. LinkedIn, Fire Nation. Again, you need to find where your clients are, where your audience is, where people that you connect with. And if it's LinkedIn, powerful, leverage that resource. And if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Appa, what would it be and why? This book called The Digital Marketer, uh, 10 New Skills You Must Learn to Stay Relevant and Customer-Centric. It's a book by Larry Weber and Lisa Henderson. Uh, the reason I love this book is because it clearly explains, you know, the path to becoming a customer-centric business and kind of keeping customers happy uh, right in, this, in the spot where, you know, we are trying to innovate. Um, again, the book is The Digital Marketer, 10 New Skills You Must Learn to Stay Relevant and Customer-Centric. 
the digital marketer. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. Uh, but this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> okay. The first thing I would do is I'll, I'll create a social profile for myself. And I'll start building a network. Yeah. I think building a network is important. And then I'll start collaborating. I'll see if anybody in the network needs my help. Um, I'll extend help. I'll start collaborating with them. Um, and then, you know, I'll build, I'll try to build some extended trust and make some real friends out of that network. Um, then I think, you know, once, once I have uh, a trustable network and friends, um, I will start Sintel. If, if the new earth that I'm in did not have a Sintel, like product, I will go and start that with my $500. Relationships, Fire Nation, that's the core of where we start. And Appa, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. Our website is sintel.net. Uh, um, you can find me and you know the rest of the Sintel team there. Um, I, I stick to, you know, always be learning. That is what keeps me happy. I think that is what keeps the world happy. Always be learning. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Appa and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Appa or A-P-P-A-R-A-O. In the search bar, his show notes page will pop right up. And Appa, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today, my friends. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.